You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Welcome to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ware, here with my lovely other half, Dr. Jess. Hey, hey, it's uh, early morning today. Very early, yes. We had a bit, a bit of an incident last night with our carbon monoxide detectors going off. Yeah, it wouldn't stop going off. Yeah, but we're, we're not so bright because it was just <laughs> low battery. But uh, you know when you wake up in the middle of the night... And you're all foggy. So that's the kind of night we had. But it's funny, when I get up really early with very little sleep, I think that there's just an adrenaline rush because I'm so desperate that I'm not tired at all. I'm feeling good today. How about you? Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because I felt the same way. Mind you, I'm not just foggy in the middle of the night. I'm foggy for like the first two hours of every day. It's true. You don't even look like yourself. The you're... phone doesn't recognize me. Yeah, Seriously, like it doesn't. No facial recognition. No, not at all. It's like your nose moves to the side, one eye's up on your forehead. Super hot. You know, post, a, <laughs> post a picture. Now, we had a good weekend. We, we headed out to the Thousand Islands, which is about, you know, two and a half, three hours west of, west? No, east of Toronto. And it's called the Thousand Islands region. And of course, half of them are in New York and half of them are in Ontario. Actually, two thirds are in Ontario and only one third in New York State. But the landmass <laughs> is divided equally because someone paid attention on the boat tour. Well, and it's called the Thousand Islands, but how many islands are there, Brandon? Interesting note, 1864 stolen islands. Oh, well, that was an interesting piece of the tour. They talked a lot about a little bit of history in the region and some of the so-called founders of the region, but didn't talk about the fact that the pre-so-called European-rooted founders, the indigenous folks, were here for a long, long time. So I've, I've been talking about writing and starting a travel blog for years now because I travel so often and I, I find I travel really interesting places. I'm not just going to like London, New York, Miami. I get to go to places that, you know, perhaps I wouldn't have explored if it wasn't for my work, whether that's like Istanbul or or Ramallah or Beirut or Albuquerque. And I've been, po I post about my travel on my Instagram. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know that. But I've been thinking about starting a blog focused really on uh, women in business travel. And maybe that's not the focus, but that would be kind of the angle because the way we travel as women is different. But anyhow, to go back to it, I was going to write a blog about our, our weekend in the Thousand Islands. And that was going to be one of my mentions that I wish. Um, and I really think that we need to see a shift to talk about real history, not just a filtered, whitewashed, modernized version of it. It's really interesting when you start paying attention to the people that are in these vacation areas too. Uh, as, a, as a white guy, I, I noticed everybody there is white. Everybody. And it was interesting to start paying more attention to these things as you travel. And then you start thinking about the indigenous land and you start thinking about the atrocities that have occurred over centuries. And it and really does. And continue. Yeah. Today. And it really does make you think about things. Um, and hopefully it inspires, well, will inspire me to do a little bit more digging and a little bit more reflection. 
Well, that's so. what I had to do as soon as I, we got off the tour. I was like, okay, so they talked about so-called history, but let me do a little bit of Googling to see what else was on this land. And I'm certainly not the expert to to be sharing that information, but I got to do a little bit of learning and a little bit of reading on my own. And, and uh, overall, the trip was really interesting. We went out on a, a sailboat in Kingston. We went on the, the main tour line, the Gananoque boat line or cruise line like, tour <laughs> and, then, and then i don't know it was a boat it was a boat and and then we went out with the thousand islands water shuttle a guy named ron who took us on a private tour and that was really cool because he showed us a number of the properties even a church on the water where he was married um so many of the beautiful islands we did get to see bolt castle which is on the u.s side and that was obviously a really beautiful uh, structure and in some ways kind of eclectic architecturally, but I, I really enjoyed that. But I highly recommend if if folks are in the Toronto area to head out to the Thousand Islands. I'm regretful that it took me this many years to do it, and uh, you can I'm going to put a trip report up on my Instagram if you're looking for some cool places to go. Now, uh, before we dive into our topic today, I want to shout out a new sponsor that we're going to be working with, Provacare which is a probiotic vaginal care product that is clinically proven to treat and prevent recurring yeast and bacterial infections, along with the symptoms of burning and dryness and excessive discharge. And it is a way to restore the healthy bacteria and pH level required for a balanced vaginal ecosystem, and it's available at Canadian pharmacies. It repopulates the vaginal ecosystem by delivering the type and amount of healthy bacteria directly to the site of infection. And I am going to be going live on Instagram from the Provacare account. So that's by Provacare, B-Y. Provacare next Tuesday, August 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern for our very first of a series of Pro-V chats. So if you have any sex ed questions uh, or you want to tune in, be sure to join us. If you're not following me on Insta, it's Sex with Dr. Jess, and I'll be live from by, by Provacare. They're actually giving away a $500 prize pack for folks, uh, for someone who tunes in on Tuesday night, including a $250 Visa gift card. So oh, nice. yeah, definitely tune in. And I'm excited uh, for this product because uh, apparently it's been used in Europe for three decades. It's finally over here in North America. You can have sex while you're using it. Uh, people take it to offset the effects of antibiotics, which as you know, are sometimes prescribed for yeast infections or other infections. And it doesn't reduce the effectiveness of birth control. Uh, I'm talking about Provacare, not antibiotics, which do. And it doesn't kill healthy bacteria. So that's Provacare. Tuesday night, 7 p.m., Instagram. See you there. Now, today, we are going to be speaking to an unconventional sexual educator who specializes in hands-on classes where participants actually get to practice what they want to learn. So she has a mouth master class, a dick writing 101. Uh, they, she has classes on masturbating, and squirting, and we're going to learn more about her work and also chat about a recent post that really caught my attention on her Instagram. And this post is about how to effectively and respectfully slide into someone's DMs if you're interested in connecting. 
Joining us now is Samaya Burton of Sexual Essentials. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Super now, I'm, I'm a fan of your work, fan of your Instagram. Uh, on your website, you say your life is pretty normal. You are a mother of the most handsome son. You're 28 years old. You love to travel. And you happen to be an unconventional sex educator. Maybe more sex educators should make what you're doing more conventional. How did you find yourself in this magical field of sex education for adults? Sex <laughs> um, so has always really been, you know, confused that women can give up their bodies and go through all these changes. And they can also say they've never had an orgasm in their life. Um, I find that so many people are in relationships that they're with the person they want to be with, but the sex is not the way they want it to be. There are so many adults that have never had an orgasm. You know, I feel like you, when you become an adult, you get the responsibilities, but you want to have the pleasures too. And nobody really takes the time to teach anybody how to do it. You know, so I just really wanted to bridge that gap outside of reading an article or just being a speaker. I wanted to provide and, you know, for lack of better words, unconventional hands-on approach to learning how to have a better sex life. Now you have this hands-on approach. You teach courses on riding. Tell me yeah. how that works. What does it look like in, in one of your courses? <laughs> so of course, there's always the confused faces staring back at me like we're really going to do this um everybody comes super dressed up and i'm like hey if you guys read the description it says come comfortable um <laughs> and, like you didn't you, know, you didn't check my instagram before you came to this class you know, right <laughs> they, they came and it's okay it's okay we're gonna get into it so they um they sign up for this class and they think that i'm going to just talk you know, or I'm just going to demonstrate, but we've had that all our lives. I mean, you can get on YouTube and see somebody give you their pointers. You can go to Cosmo and say, oh, best sex tips, right? No, they come into that class. They have to pair up with somebody. And of course this was, you know, pre-COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they pair up with somebody and they get on a comfortable surface and we go through all my tips and tricks for riding. We go through workouts, you know, and I make sure that they look good and feel good before they leave my class. And then um, you have some people that come back. They come back, they enjoy it. It's really fun, you know. So do they get to sit on top of someone and like move their hips and pop nope. and swirl? But they're not, they're, is the penis inside? No, no, no. They're clothed. Actually, it's a woman's only class. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So there's so, not a dick to be seen. Mm -mm, nope. Unless you come to the math master class and then you get a dildo, you know, oh. but... <laughs> okay okay I was thinking I was like that's a lot of pressure to oh yeah no I, no 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 so and I was hoping like... you use strap-ons or something because that's a lot of pressure <laughs> on the penis <laughs> that would like, be just, a lot of pressure just stay hard stay still don't <laughs> enjoy it <laughs> yeah don't, don't finish, finish okay? <laughs> don't finish exactly no 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 so it's a ladies only class and it's a space for us to be comfortable because what I've um, been finding out is that a lot of women will have a fake attitude about, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. He needs to do this. And no, you know, but really it's insecurity because they don't know what they're doing and they won't speak up in front of men. You know, right. they don't want to tell their partner that. So when you get around other ladies, you start getting more comfortable. And you're like, oh, my gosh, does anybody know how to do this? Can somebody show, you know, and now you're trying to get all your questions out the way because you're around, you know, other women where you finally feel comfortable. So the classes that I teach, um, 
And of course, I'm not saying that men can't ride or men can't suck dick, not what I'm saying at all. It's just easier right now for us to have just a ladies only space um, for everybody to feel comfortable until I can branch out and figure out how to make everything more inclusive. I also don't want men in the class gawking, you know? Of course um, not. Yeah, you should see how many messages we get. Oh, you guys need a test dummy. You need this, and I'm like, okay, nope. Yeah, <laughs> you you know, I do something sort of similar down at Desire Resorts that I, that I don't talk about a lot, but they are more active classes that I teach, and I take these couples into the room and walk them through different techniques and of course yeah there's always the people who are like do you need a demo model I'm like no nah, man I'm more of a I'm a more of an air air hand job person than a penis hand job person like the air guitar <laughs> right I got you that sounds so, fun I have to go to desire I've seen you should amazing I've I'll, I'll, I'll hook you go. up with them actually I'll send it send an intro so so tell me what do most people get wrong about riding? Like what, are, and then it's not that that one thing is wrong, but what is wrong about right. our attitude or our approach or the physical part of it? I think that when it comes from the woman's side, if I'm being totally honest, I think that it's not long enough for one. Um, I think that we can critique men so easy and say, you know, oh, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. And then when the shoe is on the other foot, you, you start writing and the same song is still on when you're finished, you know? I, I feel called out. <laughs> <laughs> little, a, little, a little glimpse into our personal life there. It's like, like, yep, yep, yep. Okay, and I'm done. And, I, and I'm like, are we though? Because like, and she's like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm I good. got what I needed. Are I you got, still here? Yeah. She's literally was... like, don't, don't touch me. <laughs> so there's that, you know, there's that part. Um, then there's the part of women think that riding is twerking or chair scooting and there's a truth that it's not, you know, your upper body doesn't move like crazy and really it's all hip isolation. So if you're just, you know, gyrating, like you're at, you know, a carnival or something like that's cute, but it probably could hurt the dick, you know, it, it can really hurt it. Um, and to be clear, we don't want to hurt the dick. Yeah, I was we just going to say, I'd, I'd like to give a shout out as a, as, a, as a thank you, just in case, you know, for all those times where maybe somebody gets a little too excited and forgets that there's a there's a, a human being attached to that appendage on the other end. This is right? true. Yeah. Yes. So, so what is what is one exercise or physical technique we can try right now? I mean, I'm going to do it, obviously, and I'm hoping listeners are going to do it as well. Like One thing okay. we can do, one way to move. I'm already moving. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two because you, you told on yourself about that time earlier. So <laughs> the first one is going to be super simple. Jump rope for 10 minutes straight. So I understand that we're going to have a pause. We're going to trip over the rope. But if you can get through 10 minutes, you'd be surprised how your stamina will increase on the dig. Okay. Um, and then next, you know, what really hurts when you're riding is the inside of those thighs. They burn so much, you know. Um, I want you to get down on all fours. This is not a kinky thing. This is an exercise, I promise. And <laughs> you want to do fire hydrants. So you want to kick your leg back. So either you do donkey kicks or you can do fire hydrants. And either you'll be kicking your leg back or you'll be kicking it to the side and doing three sets of 10. Just on that, three or four times a week, you'll, it'll hurt when you do it, don't get me wrong, but you'll realize when you ride, it hurts way less and you're able to go longer. 
that paired with that 10 minutes of jumping rope every, you know, every day and just getting some cardio in where you're doing something consistently, it, it makes a world of a difference if you're just trying to stay, you know, stay on top for a while. So I just want to clarify that Jess was, was sitting here in the chair eagerly awaiting you to tell her to rock her hips or do something like that. And now <laughs> she's thinking about jumping rope. Because you wanted, to, you wanted to try something right now, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, no, I yeah. wanted to ride my chair right now. I wanted to know <laughs> okay. like how to move my hips. I love that though. I, I love that if you know. Talking about it's the prep. On, okay, so if we're talking about you on top right now, and you, you, we have your prop, right? We have your prop. So <laughs> my microphone. I've never been called a prop before. <laughs> a prop, a good prop though, a good prop. So we'll when you're on top, I want you to hunch your hips under. So think about when you're riding, you know how you bounce, right? So mm -hmm. you go up to the top, like and you're at the tip of the dick, and then you bring yourself down to the base mm -hmm. of the dick. When you get down to that base, what I want you to do is hunch your hips under, okay? Like a like the Tootsie Roll dance or like scooching. Think about tightening your ass like, like you were squatting at the gym, like okay. hunching it in, you know? Okay. And so you get all the dick in, but it's almost like body rolling where you get that last little bit of dick in because you remember our insides as women, they're curved. And so when we curve our body, we allow space for that last little bit of inch or so to get inside of us. And you'll usually get a bit of a gas, you know, from your prop or your guy. <laughs> uh, and it's like, it's like going that extra mile, you know? It's like really stroking it. So don't just be an in and out girl, be a body roller to the dick and, and go that extra inch at the end, you know? Love Does it. that make sense? Love it. But I also saw on your Instagram that you applaud people, people with a penis who also, the body roll. Like there was that one Instagram yes. post where you were like, guys, pay attention. <laughs> like for, for, again, if you're, you have a partner. They're not yes. straight on the inside, so mm -hmm. roll on the outside too. So, yes. do do you think do you think though that like people with a penis guys are 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 receptive to these instructions? Or do you think they all know? They all think they know in advance. Yeah, what, they want to go they in and yeah, out you like know a jackhammer. I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that with age and experience, people start realizing that the body roll is real, but. One of the things I really love about the way that I run my Instagram is that I talk about it so that way people can see what other people are saying and they're like, oh, okay. That way they don't have to open their mouth and talk about something they don't know about. They can see everybody's comments and even if they want to believe it before, they'll see all these ladies saying, oh, hell yeah, I want that and I want this. Now they're going home and they body rolling in the mirror trying to figure it out. Is this what she's talking about? You know, but it, it makes a world of a difference. Like body rolling, it feels so good. Well, I mean, I, I looked at that post and then whether you do it or not, I'll tell you the next time you talk about being an unconventional sex educator, like that's something that I'm going to pay attention to. Do you know what I mean? And, and hopefully yeah. your partner benefits from it too. So it's I, I awesome. can't help. Sure. I do it right now. I like I start moving my hips. It's like when a good yeah. song comes on. If you give me instructions, I'll start doing it. I, I think that that's super amazing. And I think it's really one of the sexiest things ever is when a man is like, you know, hey, you want me to try that? I can try it. And it it really opens the door and levels the playing field of vulnerability where we can say, we know we're trying, you know I'm trying something new. So now if you critique me or say, oh, try, like move a little bit this way, no one is gonna get offended because we've opened the door, you know, and he's opened the door by saying, you know, I'm gonna try something new, do you like that? Like, you know, so I, 
I love when men are really open to doing something different and women as well. You'd be surprised. They get in these classes, the mouth master class and the dick writing one-on-one and they are like, what can this girl teach me? Like sex has been around forever. She is not teaching me anything new. The problem is that we have to be open to suggestions. We have to understand that everybody's body is different, you know, and the way that you suck dick is not going to be the way the girl next to you sucks dick. You know, like we know how to do it, but we should be able to specialize it, you know, for ourselves and for our partner. Absolutely. And I mean, I think people should all go take these courses. And of course, they can find them on your site, Sexual Essentials. But even when you take these courses, you have to keep asking your partner what they're into because there are no Mm -hmm. surefire moves. Mm -hmm. And the way you roll your hips with one person might be different than the way another person wants you to roll them. And even from day to day, we change. I think about your vagina and the the way the cervix is positioned with your cycle changes. Yes. And so, yeah, what feels good on day six may feel awful on day 16. (laughs) So it's it's not like a one-time conversation. Yes, I totally agree. Now, you also have a mouth master class. Uh, Tell us about this. So in the mouth master class, I feel like there's no way to tell somebody how to suck dick without them sucking some dick. Right. Like if we're just being honest, like, am I going to tell you what's going on inside of my mouth? Like I, it, I could tell you, but you're just listening. I feel like it has to be hands on. So when even even during COVID, if you join my mouth master class, um, you'll get a you can, you know, get a dildo from my store um, and I'll ship it to you in time to get it for class. And what I really like about these dildos is that it has the suction cup so you can stick it in the shower. You can stick it on the wall and you can suck it. You know, so so we go through all these amazing tips. We go through. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm thinking of um, that that infomercial, set it and forget it. I'm thinking stick it and suck it. Stick it and suck it. Hey, that really is a good set of directions. Short and to the point, okay? So so, um, the ladies, they get in this class and... I know that they feel uncomfortable, but I just be myself. The same way I want somebody to teach me how to suck some dick, you know, and you know, it, a lot of people don't know how to do it. And it's so crazy because they're like, oh, they never let me finish. They just take over. And I said, I promise you, if you are doing exactly what you need to do, no one is gonna stop you from doing it. They're not gonna take over. They're gonna be like, oh yeah, you can have at it. Like help yourself. You want seconds? You want thirds? <laughs> and, I, and I tell them that and they're like, and they think about it and they realize nobody's ever let them get through more than two minutes of sucking dick. And I'm like, there's a reason <laughs> that, you know, it, nothing for us to be ashamed about. I already commend anybody that's decided, you know, hey, I want to see what else is out there. Even if you don't learn a, a thing from my class, you tried, but I, I assure you, you'll learn something from the class. But you know, anyone who doesn't learn anything or says they didn't learn anything, they went in with that attitude. Because, yes. listen, you and I, we study this, we do this all day long. And if I were to sit through your class, I would do so much learning. And I'm sure that if I, you know, I actually have a, a, a similar video course, I'm sure you'd learn too, because we can't possibly yes. think the same way. Exactly. Like you, you can't. And being open to sex, I feel like is what makes it really good. When you're with somebody and it doesn't have to be one certain way or you know that, hey, when I start dating you at this time versus in a few years, I'm able to say, hey, I don't like that anymore or I like this now or I want to see what this is about and having that availability to say that and not feel like you're going to be, you know, 
offended, that's freedom. You know, that's really freedom. So you can get so many different types of sex lives with whomever you're with if you're able to change. You know, if you have the space to be vulnerable and be honest. Absolutely. Now, when it comes to the mouth, do you have a a great tip you can share for folks? I have a little fun trick that I think that people would like just to switch it up. Because I know the first thing that people always ask, "What's what's the new trick? What's something new I can do? So... I know that everybody's like, what about this grapefruit thing? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't suggest the grapefruit. I'm clumsy and if I know grapefruit juice gets in the head of the dick, I'm not getting none that night. I already know that. So I don't, <laughs> I know that's not my ministry. I'm very clumsy, so I just, I don't do that. Uh, <laughs> but I like fruit roll-ups. So fruit by the foot. I will take a fruit by the foot and I will wrap it around the dick and suck it, you know. Now, of course, we need to wash it before we put it inside of us. We don't want yeast infections or any of that. Um, You've been listening to Cardi B? Brush your teeth. (laughs) I heard her talking about that yesterday, and I was like, I'm going to have to send her some of my fin wash, okay? (laughs) I really feel what she's saying about this pH. That's very real. I just can't. Um, I love hearing her voice. I love the way she talks. Like, you've been eating your chili cheese dog, and she goes off about all the foods that are in your mouth. But we also, as sex educators, want to remind people that actually brushing your teeth before oral can increase your risk of infection because of the little tears. So so I was reading, uh, do you know Talk Taboo? They, they had a response that said maybe just wash with mouth, like wash out mm-hmm. your mouth with water or something like that. Or I, take I a five-minute like break. It burns. It burns. <laughs> I'm like, yo, if someone washes their mouth with Listerine and goes to eat me out, I'm like, yo, this feels like icy hot down there. Can we not? <laughs> <laughs> can we can we not do that everybody, everybody has an icy hot story you know what i mean oh my gosh i tried those condoms for the first time and i had to soak in the bath let me tell you from sexy to scared in two and a half seconds okay i was like please don't fall off please don't fall off. That, 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 that's a good tagline for your dating profile from sexy to scared in 2.5 seconds okay i i I interrupted i have to hear about fruit by the foot let's go to it yes so fruit by the foot you open the fruit roll up and mind you you know there are two types of fruit roll up there's the one that looks like the piece of paper and then there's the you know the fruit by the foot when the one you roll the ones that all the kids wanted back then your mom used to probably get you the regular one but you're like no i wanted the fruit by the foot so (laughs) you take it out and you wrap the dick with it and you when you suck it what you'll realize so think about like when you have peanut butter in your mouth how hard it is to suck it you know um, and how hard you're, you're sucking the consistency. And a lot of people don't realize that when you're sucking dick, you can easily forget to tighten your mouth. And so really it's just dick going in and out, but you're not, I really feel that the key to sucking dick is I want it to feel just as good as if we were having sex. I want you to be confused. Like, oh my gosh, it's really tight and wet. Is this vagina or is this mouth? Like, is the, you know, I want there to be a, I want you to be confused in your head and literally lose it. You know, so what I tell people is that you need to make sure that your mouth is tight enough and you're gripping it the whole time you're sucking it. Like, don't don't start giving lazy head where the the dick is just going in and out of your mouth. Make sure that you're sucking. And so if you're getting tired, using a fruit roll up is not only something different, um, but you have no choice but to suck super hard. I mean, and not hard enough to hurt anybody, but suck hard enough because fruit roll ups are really hard to get off. And of course, I'm not telling anybody to do this until the fruit roll-up is all the way gone. You'll be there for two days. Um, but yeah, so that. 
And then also when you're deep throating, when you go as far back as you can go on the dick, like in your mouth, yawn. So, oh, so they get that throat kegel around the deep, yes, deep, deep part. And you could push another inch down your throat when you yawn. So think about when you're at the gym or you're doing yoga and they say, breathe in, and then they push you deeper into the stretch. Basically, you need to do a little throat yoga and you should yawn <laughs> while the dick is in your mouth and push your head down a little bit farther and you'll get about another inch in there. You know, oh. so a lot of people are like, I can only go this far yawn it's like stretching for your throat and push down just a little bit more i mm-hmm. love it i love it okay so folks can learn way more in your <laughs> mouth master class so again it's sexual oh, yes. essentials and they'll they'll check that out now you recently the reason i contacted you and felt compelled to speak to you right away was that you recently posted a series about sliding into dms yes and why people aren't so successful sliding into DMs. So you're, you're, you're here to help us understand what not to do, how to not waste people's time, and also how not to be a creep. And yeah. you know, <laughs> I was thinking I should read out some of my DMs, but none of them are successful. People, you know, often send messages just asking to see me naked or asking to see my feet or... Oh, um, or if I post a picture of Brandon and I, they say, can you kiss him? And I'm like, it's a, it's a still shot. It's not the present. <laughs> like, they, I, I'm like, what do you want me to do? Go back into the photo and kiss him? They want like live sex performances. So I am really rubbing my temples over here because I know that you are <laughs> telling the truth. I, I know you are. And I'm just like, really? Okay. All right. So so I, I think, though, to be fair, people are hooking up and meeting via social media. Yes. And so sliding into DMs is one way to connect. But most people aren't doing it effectively. Like, I don't know if they're just throwing out, casting a huge net and hoping that they Hell catch yes. something. So yes. you begin with don't slide into someone's DMs with the one word. Hey, hi, hello, what's up, what's good, yo. Yes. Ex- I, ex- explain I to us why. <laughs> so it's a waste of time. So I feel like when you go into anybody's DMs, you have one to two messages to not seem like a creep, to not waste their time, and to be straightforward, right? Show that you can create sentences. If you say, <laughs> hey, <laughs> to me, one, I don't know if you're spam um, and you're wasting my time. And honestly, that goes both ways. That goes when you have customers or potential clients and someone that's trying to go in your DMs like for dating. Because if you're asking me a question, you can greet me and ask the question in the same sentence. You can say, hey, how are you? I actually had a question. What I was wondering is blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, my name is so-and-so. I've been following you for a while. You know, stop wasting my time. It, you, I don't think people realize how much um, emotional labor it takes to go through social media and stay on top of it and try to be engaging. Like the messages that I get that are worth it are so much more, you know, than the ones that aren't, but the ones that aren't sometimes really do suck. It's like you open them when you really don't need to be opening them. You know, like you're having a bad day already and then some guy's asking to see your booty hole. It's just like, really, right now? <laughs> right, right, right now? <laughs> That's what we're doing? Um, 
And then you have the people that come off a certain way and they're totally being rapey, you know? And it's disheartening because you know that if you're doing this in a DM, I'm completely mortified of women that you are actually around, Mm -hmm. you know? So there is an emotional intelligence to speaking to people and yo is not it, okay? is ultimately, it's just a waste of time. Mostly it's a waste of time. Right, and so you say when you're introducing yourself, remember that this is a stranger. So you should introduce yourself like you would in real life. So it's your, you say it's your elevator pitch. You have one to two mm-hmm. messages to not seem weird. So get to the point. I really, I re- really appreciate that. So let's say um, if you can give us some, some specific language, somebody sees okay. your profile and they, they're interested in you. Like what, what are some lines that you might respond to? So I am very nice. I am going to be totally honest. And some of that is just me being nice. And some of it is a fear of someone attacking me, if I'm being totally honest, from turning them down. Mm-hmm. So I, I do not like turning people down rudely if I don't have to, because you never know. People are crazy, um, especially in person. But if someone's DMing me, I, I like old school. Hey, my name is so-and-so. Um, but do not immediately ask me out. Why? Because you don't even know where I am. My business profile does not have a location on it. And I travel for work. So saying, hey, I think you're gorgeous. I really want to take you out. Where the hell are you? Do you know where I am? Like, it doesn't make any It shows that you absolutely just threw the hot dog down the hallway. Okay. And you're just like, whatever it touches, you're hoping it lands in a bun. And it just, it doesn't make sense. And it makes me think that you're slow. Like, just, you're stupid. I, I do. Like, I, I don't think good things when people do that. I'm just like, so you, you're going to pay for me a flight to come to wherever you are? Or it, it doesn't make sense. Right. It doesn't make sense. Um, I prefer when somebody just says, you know, when they're honest, like, hey, I've been following you for a while. And I, you know, I was just wondering, do you have a boyfriend? You know, do you have this? Do you have that? You could speak to me like I'm a human. That helps. You know, I mean, a lot of a lot of these things, a lot of these recommendations that you're making seem like how you would go about having a civil conversation with somebody at a bar, at a club, anywhere. Right. right? As opposed to yo or what's up. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Hey, you would never walk uh, up to someone uh, at the bar and say, "Can you show me your booty hole?" No, <laughs> not unless you're taking that approach of throwing the hot dog down the hallway, right? In which, but but you also bring up a really good point there, which is if that's how you're interacting with somebody in someone's DMs, how are you in real life? It, it is frightening. It's scary to think that that rape culture. Like that, you know, you know, it exists. I'm not disputing yeah. that at all. But it's like, if that's what you're doing behind, you know, in somebody's DMs that you don't know, what are you doing when somebody's not paying attention or, you know, you're at a club, things like that. Like, it's frightening. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I, for anybody that, of course, that's listening, I know they're probably like, wait, how did that become rape culture? Um, on the post that we were talking about, I put some screenshots in there of people literally a approaching in their their first or second message is, you know, I've always wanted to have sex with someone that looks like you. What's up? That's scary. It, it really is. Um, for somebody saying, you know, oh, I would definitely do this to you, da-da-da-da-da. We've never had a conversation and you telling me what you would do to me and I travel for work, I do classes and, and things like that. It does not make me feel safe. The fact that I have to 
get security now, like when the world opens up? Like, what? I'm right. so regular plain Jane. It, I could I could buy shoes with that, you know? Like, right. But now you have to get, you know, security just because people literally feel obligated and to you, to your body, because you talk about sex. Oh, right. Absolutely. And people will say, and I think you spoke about this on Instagram, well, you're a sex page. So you, so I thought it was okay. No, if we're selling a specific type of sex, we'll let you know. All right. Absolutely. And, and we support people who are selling sex and we can recommend absolutely. some fabulous sex workers. And it's also not what we're doing. And sex workers are not opening themselves up to being sexually harassed. They are offering a very clear service for a very clear monetary mm -hmm. exchange. They're not looking for you to tell them, you know, all your sexually explicit fantasies unless you're going to pay them to take exactly. the time and, as you said, the emotional labor to read mm -hmm. through your shit. And the DMs, like, I promise you, the women that I would suggest, they're not opening your DMs because it, does, it, it doesn't pay them. And I support that 200%. Opening, opening your DM doesn't pay them. They have links. And if you really were curious about what they do, that's where you would go. Okay, it's 2020. If you don't know how to go to the link in someone's bio on Instagram, then you don't deserve to get it anyway. Like, <laughs> you don't deserve it. So um, yeah, I, I appreciate this perspective. So you say, you know, speak in complete sentences, get to the point to show me that you value your time. Don't beat around the bush or act as though we know each other. Be polite and don't make it with a sexual tone. That language of, you know, I've been following you a while. We don't know each other, but I was wondering if you'd be interested in maybe chatting via DM. That's opening it up and, and sort of asking for your permission to yes. engage, right? And I, I really, yes. really appreciate that. And you also say, the next point you bring us to is, if you have never had interaction with someone, ask yourself, why are you DMing them? right? Like, what is it that you're expecting to get? And remember that social media isn't a dating app. That doesn't mean we can't meet via social right. media, but not everyone is on there for the purpose of dating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you, you also say to scroll through their stuff. Um, every time you see someone attractive, it's not the time to hit on them. Build some interaction by commenting on some of their posts over time not all at once like if you know sometimes that happens where it's like sexy 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 kiss him kiss him you ever seen the ones where you wake up in the morning and then you have 47 likes from one person with no abby picture <laughs> and then you have a dm from them and you're just like what do you think that he is getting accomplished right now Right. Why would you think this is okay? I'm telling you, I really question and I am really concerned. Like, do people not have emotional intelligence like for others and how this may make them feel? Like, I really don't know. It's, I as you can see, I just, I have no words for it. I'm just like, you don't realize you're making anybody feel uncomfortable. And of well, course, you know, I got DMs from people saying, well, you know, some people do like that. And of course, it's always that person that, has to do that. Well, some people do like that. Majority don't. Majority yeah, don't. and just because somebody <laughs> likes something doesn't mean that I feel safe with that or that I don't feel intimidated or threatened by that. Um, and so I, I really, I like the idea of being polite, um, not making sexual advances from the get-go. And if you keep commenting or keep messaging, 
don't say, hey, are you getting my messages? Yeah, we're getting your messages. And we also, (laughs) and I'm not trying to be rude here, like we also have the option not to respond. We all have, whether it's from a professional perspective or a potentially romantic or sexual perspective, we all have lives and other things going on. And I mean, you you have a massive following. You have like 70,000 followers. Um, and, And so we get a ton of messages. And like I do really try and respond to as many as I can. Yeah. Um, I don't respond to "Hey baby," uh, yeah. I don't. I I don't respond to the ones that say they'll pay me two hundred dollars a day to text with them. Have you been getting those lately? I, oh no! <laughs> but I, when I tell you my block figure works so fast, just I'm telling you, if I get a "Hey baby" block, like I don't even I don't play the radio. Is I love sexual essentials, and it it really is my baby. And if I let people in, that will mess that up. Like letting people follow me just to let my numbers go up, even though they're harassing me it'll take away the love that I have for something that I built for a good purpose. And so I have no problem blocking people left and right. And no, you can't come on my page because that's not what this is for. I love that. I love that's good advice for all of us in the field, because we're always trying to balance the fact that, you know, yes, this is our business and we need the support, but we also don't need support if it's going to be an emotional drain And And that's um, not support. Those people aren't trying to support us. If you were supporting me, you would support what I've already put out there. You would understand and look and see that clearly that's not my field of sex work. There's nothing wrong with it, but that's not mine. You haven't you haven't done anything. You're just harassing me to get off or who knows what you're doing on the other side of your computer screen. Right. And yeah. So. And and I, I don't want this to come off as, you know, suggesting that we don't want people to to DM us or follow or support. And we do want to interact. It's just that when for every, you know, real message, there's 10 messages of someone just hey babying or show me your butthole or show me your feet. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot of like hassle. So from the positive side, if you are DMing people or you are trying to get the attention or interact with someone online, you say that before you DM them, there are other ways to interact and see if they're interested. Can you share some of those insights? Like what can we do? Because people are making connections and many of us do want to make connections online. Um, So I have a couple of people that I'm not dating, but I do DM regularly from my business page because even when I first started off, they never came off creepy. They would respond to the stories that I was putting up. So like if I put up a a, a poll. If they vote, they may expound on why they voted that, you know, or um, if I post something about some toys or something like, hey, how did you like that? Um, do you know which store has that? Or, hey, I was listening to your live the other day. Do you Can you tell me who the girl that you had on was? Or just actually giving me some content showing that you heard me speaking out of my mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I don't mind engaging with them. Even if they do have ulterior motives, they have not disrespected me. You know, Mm -hmm. and I don't feel uncomfortable. I mean, you can, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can read through it too when people are just trying to have a conversation to ultimately ask you, so what you doing tonight? And then that's (laughs) when you just stop responding. But these people are probably, they're clear that because I've stated it multiple times, like, okay, she's not into that. But if they do want to have a conversation, they've been polite and they've responded to actual questions I'm asking. I literally will put up a Instagram post asking a question and then the response is you were so sexy I would I would do stuff to you like what is that answer my question like right you know um so yeah people will interact with my stories that's a really great one um people will comment in the um Instagram lives that I have I have a lot of regulars that come into the Instagram lives and I speak to them and I always respond to their questions first because 
they're they're consistent, you know, and I I feel comfortable around them. Right. It doesn't yeah. feel like a it doesn't feel like a setup, you know. Um and those digital <laughs> those digital connections are real. I, I think that, you know, I've made friends or made business contacts and really connected with people just from interacting on Instagram over time. But it's it's never an Insta in, sorry, it's never an interaction that begins with hey baby. <laughs> you know, it's engaging with what I'm saying because if we wanted to, you know, just put photos up there and be told we're sexy, that's what we do, but we're actually mm-hmm. creating content. And like I love, I love all the responses and all the support and all the feedback, even some of the criticism that I receive. I find it really helpful and I like it's sim- similar. We've got our regular people, regular listeners, regular followers who want to engage. And once you've built a little bit of that relationship, um, that's when you might ask, hey, would you be interested in, like, do you want to DM for a bit? So I love the idea of asking permission. I think you've laid it out really nicely uh, over on your Instagram. So I definitely encourage people to check out the Instagram Sexual Essentials. You have all of these courses, all of this knowledge, any last piece of advice or insight you'd like to share with people on how to design better sex lives? Stop faking orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> Stop faking orgasms. And um, be honest with yourself. I think that, um, I think that, you know, WAP coming out has really, um, you know, Cardi and Meg's song coming out has brought a lot of insecurities of others to the surface. And mm-hmm. some of the responses that I've been hearing is, you know, they're, you know, Cardi's a wife, she has a baby. She ha- That's what you hide behind. You invalidate your need for pleasure behind who you are and thinking you can't have it. Let's start respecting other people's sexual journey. Just because it's not for you does not mean you should be intimidated by it. It doesn't mean you should be judging. and. The energy that you're putting towards that is energy you could be putting into having multiple orgasms throughout your day. Okay. So <laughs> let's stop hiding behind what we think we should be sexually and just be it and be honest. Like if you can't be honest or feel comfortable with whom you're sharing your body with, then you the, you probably shouldn't be doing it. And it's never too late to change. You may have said, you know, I never do this, da, 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 da. You know, I've said so many ignorant things I've had to apologize for or I just didn't understand like in the past. And I'm pretty sure I'll keep doing it in the future. But there is no wrong time to say, you know what, I was wrong about that. And now that I know better, I'm going to make this change. And, you know, starting now, now I believe anal sex is the best. Now, you know, that's what I believe. Okay, starting today. (laughs) You can always make, you know, a change in your sex life. You don't have to wait. You don't have to feel like you can't do it anymore just because you're married or in a relationship or in this or in that. So stop faking orgasms and stop hiding behind what you think your sex life should be and just make it what you want. I love that. I love that. And we are, we're hiding behind these, these pressures with regard to our identity. Uh, And I love that you're saying that you can always make a change. It's true. Like if you've had a certain view of sex, you actually can change it. If you've been inhibited, you can try something new today. So, you know, who you are sexually is not static. It is always in motion. And uh, there's a lot of learning to be done. So hopefully folks, more folks will. pay sex workers. Pay sex workers. Oh, my gosh. And people don't realize sex workers come in all different shapes, sizes, and, you know, content types. So, Yes, if you're lonely and you need 
physical companionship, yes, there are sex workers that you could pay for that. If you say you want to learn something new in sex, you have sex educators for that, okay? Like, stop expecting people to teach you something for free. This is a lot of our livelihoods and you can't value somebody only when they're giving you the answer for free, you know? So I really encourage others to just take a, take a chance and you'd be surprised. You may have fun. You may find that you want to take a career change, you know? You never know what you'll find. So pay people for their, you know, their expertise, you know? Don't just go in a DM asking for help. See what they have to offer if you really want to learn more. It's only so much people can help you with and with 180 characters, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that all makes perfect sense. Thank you so much. We love chatting with you and learning from you. Thank and- you for having me. Brandy, you're a little quiet. I hope I didn't run you away. No, not at all. You know, I, I, there's so much that you said that resonates with me. I mean, if, as as somebody who identifies as a man, uh, you know, I, I love your your Instagram. I mean, I was reading the the uh, the post just about you know being willing to try. Um, accepting your partner, encouraging your partner, trying to get them to do something new. And what you said today about, you know, don't be a creep, like, and be vulnerable <laughs> like that. But you, you hit the nail on the head. It's just, if you express a willingness to try something and your partner is receptive to it, even if it doesn't work, they're going to be appreciative of the effort and that yeah. conversation is going to result probably in those orgasms that you were talking about or something better happening. So I was just sitting in the sitting here listening and learning like I try to do every single day. And with the fruit roll up he was laughing. He I was, was dying. Okay, I was dying. I was dying because I was thinking about as a kid I didn't get the foot long roll ups and it's like I can just picture somebody like oh my I bought the wrong ones and it's the sheet ones. Then you just slap it on, you know, a, a penis. And then, like, well, we're going to be here for a while. I got a lot to get through. Right, so. I told Biggie, my mom yeah. never got me the, the fruit, ro- the long ones. I was like, really? You know those are the ones I want. Now you're just get the doing sheet it on ones. purpose. You just get the sheet ones. I, got, I brought the wrong ones. Damn Do you want to know something? As a kid, I used to take the sheet ones and wrap them around With my finger. finger and create like a I mean, I never thought of it this way, but it looked like a penis. You were su- and you'd suck the whole thing off. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And the gush. And I, I used to like gushers. I, you know, I shouldn't have sucked it was up, but I used to like them bursting in my mouth. I should have known. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> you can tell everything you need to know by the time we're like eight years old. Yeah. What are we doing with our yeah. candy? <laughs> ring pops and all that right Uh, Jess thank you so much for having me on and honestly you guys social media connections are real I remember I was so ecstatic at um Sex Down South conference last year you shouted out my mouth master class and you said you were super excited about it and I will never forget that you social media and people that do DM or say something about you it is good all the good to me outweighs the bad and so I just want you to know that you have no idea how you know special that made me feel so thank you and thank you for having me on I would have never even guessed you know, I'm really grateful. So. Well, we'll have you back anytime because we learned a whole lot. We, we have some um, some things to practice. We need to go buy a jump rope and fruit by the foot. I promise to use the second one, but probably not the first. Let's be honest. No worries. No worries. I mean, all we can do is practice more of it so that we can stay on for a couple songs. Get you a playlist. Get you a playlist with your favorite songs, like the songs that you 
you know, like, like if you put on Rihanna's skin and then you're like, oh, damn, that's my song. You know, it makes you want to go a little longer, you know, so put on your favorite songs. Love it. Love it. Thank you again. Yes. All right. You are most welcome. I will talk to you guys soon. Ciao. Thanks. You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Improve your sex life. Improve your life.